Perspective for Today is your Christ-centered resource for life's daily struggles. This podcast aims to build up, edify, and encourage you through biblical truth. I'm your host, Tony Perillo, and it is my pleasure to share God's will for you and for me. So settle in and let's see what God has in store for us today. Further insight is available at PerspectiveForToday.com. Hi, and welcome back to another episode of Perspective for Today. Today, we're going to talk about memories and how we can retain those memories. Granted, some of us would rather forget our past, but Philippians uh, verses 3, 13 through 14 says this, Brothers, I do not consider that I have made it my own, but one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead. I press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Even in life's heartbreaks and tragedies, there are memories that we want to cling to. This may sound a little off-topic today, but just stay tuned and you'll see where we're going with this. Our earliest childhood memories start forming around two and a half years old. Most of us can't remember that far back. So today we're going to talk a little bit about the hippocampus. The hippocampus is not an institution of higher learning for hippos, but rather, it's the part of the brain that controls our memories. It's located deep at the base of the brain. The hippocampus is not fully developed until we are around two and a half years old. Hence, we have no memories before that. Studies have shown that someone who has been subject to a traumatic event like those experienced on the battlefield have a smaller hippocampus. Because of that traumatic experience, their ability to remember things becomes diminished. This is especially true with someone suffering with PTSD or post-traumatic stress disorder. Individuals suffering with depression tend to have a smaller hippocampus as well. Other factors contribute to its size, including lack of exercise, stress, and drug and alcohol abuse. It's interesting to note that one's self-esteem is in direct proportion to the size of the hippocampus. Also, there is a direct correlation between self-esteem and one's physical health. So now that we know all the negative factors that affect the hippocampus, as well as a few positives, what can we do to repair the damage that's already been done? I'm glad you asked. It's been proven that a sedentary lifestyle will cause the hippocampus to shrink. So get off the couch and exercise. Exercise also helps to ward off the onset of Alzheimer's, by the way. 1 Corinthians 9.24 says, Do you not know that in a race all the runners compete, but only one receives the prize? So run that you may obtain it. Not only do we need to exercise our bodies, we need to exercise our brains. Games like Sudoku and crossword puzzles help to increase the size of the hippocampus. Next, we need to get a good night's sleep. For many, it's hard to sleep because we just can't turn our brains off. We're constantly thinking about things we need to do things we haven't accomplished, and all the other things that cause us to worry and stress. As adults, we need an average of 7 to 10 hours of sleep a night. So a good night's sleep is imperative to a healthy hippo. So you're asking yourself, what does all this have to do with our study of God's Word? Well, actually, it has everything to do with the study of God's Word. Up till now, this has just been a science lesson. But how many of you know that science and your Bible go hand in hand? God is all about science. And Isaiah 40.12 says this, Who has measured the waters in the hollow of his hand and marked off the heavens with a span, enclosed the dust of the earth in a measure, 
and weighed the mountains and scales and the hills in a balance. It has been found that memorizing scripture leads to the growth of the hippocampus. God has provided a way for us to draw near to him. As we meditate on God's word, we make that word a part of who we are. God gives us the capacity to increase our knowledge of him by allowing the hippocampus to grow. But it is also true that either you use it or you lose it. Earlier we said that there is a direct correlation between self-esteem and the size of the hippo. As we draw near to God through his word, our self-esteem is increased because we live in the knowledge of that word. As a Christian, I define self-esteem as having confidence that I am who God says I am. Genesis 1.27 says, So God created man in his own image, in the image of God he created him, male and female he created them. If that doesn't give your self-esteem a boost, I don't know what's going to. Knowing that we are created in God's image should help us to realize that through Him we can do anything. Through that word we know that we have been forgiven, that our sins have been washed away, that we are indeed new creatures. We are God's children. Those scriptures and many others should be committed to memory. Here is just one of many verses about meditating on God's word. Joshua 1.8 this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate, it, meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do according all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. Committing this verse to your memory should be a positive affirmation for your self-esteem. We need positive affirmations to continue in our faith. Low self-esteem contributes to depression when you have God's word in your heart, you can't help but feel the joy of the Lord. There are those who suffer from clinical depression that need medication to over overcome that depression. I am in no way advocating that those individuals stop taking their medications. Yet, God's word can have a positive impact in their lives as well. Psalm 23, verse 4. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Again, as your hippo grows, so does your self-esteem and self-worth. It's hard to be depressed when you're feeling so good about yourself. As we said earlier, drug and alcohol abuse affect the brain. Yet there are testimonies online of individuals who have found healing through memorizing scripture. They have had increased cognitive function and have been able to overcome issues including memory loss, concentration, learning issues, and difficulty putting thoughts into words. Nothing is impossible for the God we serve. The following verses speak volumes of God's healing. Jeremiah 30:17. But I will restore you to health and heal your wounds, declares the Lord, because you are called an outcast, Zion, for whom no one cares. Psalm 107, verse 20. He sent out his word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. Psalm 30, verse 2. O Lord my God, I cried to you for help, and you have healed me. So the whole purpose of today's lesson is that God has given us the capacity to memorize his word, no matter what our circumstances. God's healing restorative powers are clearly evident when we look at the hippocampus and its ability to be healed. God can restore that which was lost. 2 Corinthians 13, verse 9. For we are glad when we are weak and you are strong. Your restoration is what we pray for. I just want to leave you with one final verse before we close out today. Psalm 119, verse 11. Thy word have I hid in mine heart, that I might not sin against thee. 
if nothing else has resonated with you today, then knowing that God's Word can keep you from sin should be the driving force for you to make His Word a part of who you are. I hope you've enjoyed today's topic. Next week we'll get right back into our study of the Book of Romans. But until then, may you have a week full of opportunities to share this good news with those that need to hear it. So let's just go to the Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you have given us the ability to heal our minds through your word. Father, as we meditate on that word, may we keep it in our hearts that we might not sin against thee. Father, through your blessing of restoration, may we be compelled to proclaim what you have done in our lives. Let us not hide our faith under a bushel, but let us be lights in a very dark world. Father, we give you thanks and praise and we glorify your name each and every day. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You've been listening to Perspective for Today, your source for positive and uplifting messages. Just remember, God has a plan and you're a part of it. For more positive and insightful articles, please visit our website at perspectivefortoday.com. Just remember, when you're at a loss, look to the cross. Have a blessed day every day, and we hope to see you soon.